This is Thoughts on the Table by DisgracesOnTheMenu.com. Hello and welcome to the Audi Blog. This is Thoughts on the Table with Paolo, and today I'm here with Lucia Anau. Lucia Anau is organizing a food literature event which will take place in September in Turin, Italy. Uh, Lucia, welcome. How yeah. Are you? Oh, hi, I'm fine. Hi, Paolo. How is it going? It's going good. Thanks for taking the time to connect with me. It's a great pleasure to talk with you in person. This is the first time that we have a chance to, to talk directly. Um, Lucia contacted me uh, a long time ago now, in February, which has been quite some time, uh, asking me if I was interested in participating in a conference. And obviously, I was very excited and very happy to, to accept. Uh, it happened to work with my uh, traveling plans uh, in September. So I'm going to meet her in person and meet all the other guests of the the conference. But first off, Lucia, um, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners a little bit? Sure, sure. Um, so I was born and raised in Turin, Italy, and this is where I graduated in foreign languages and literature. And mm. then I moved to the U.S. Uh, in 2000, and I took my master's at Ohio State University. And right after, I started my career in the academics, and I was the Italian language program director at Purdue University. And in 2011, I relocated back to Turin, and I started a collaboration to Last in Fiction, um, that is an online uh, literary magazine. Mm -hmm. And this is how I got in touch with many writers and many famous writers, I gotta say, too. And I also um, started my academic career in the Italian University, which is, you know, another adventure. And so the time went by, and um, I've always had this idea of organizing something, you know, related to food and. Um, uh, literature and mm -hmm. finally in 2014 you know this is the year that you know I decided to to go ahead and make my project happen really fantastic can you can you mention some of the of the guests they are going to attend if they're being confirmed <laughs> Sure. Uh, well, we're going to have between 15 and 18 guests. Um, some are going to be bloggers. Uh, some, some of the bloggers are going to be food bloggers, mm -hmm. uh, as for example, um, Elisa Cerruti, mm -hmm. who is um, actually an Italian and um, Piedmontese uh, food blogger, but mm -hmm. she blogs in English because she has this passion for local food and she wants to convey to the um, greater public. Mm -hmm. uh, then there's going to be um, Guido Martinetti, the owner of um, Gram Gelato, the gelato chain. Mm -hmm. There's going to be Fabio Geda, who is a novelist and he's the one who wrote In the Sea There Are Crocodiles. Uh, it is, you know, a very famous novel even in the Anglophone world. Um, there's going to be some local writers such as Margherita Oggero mm -hmm. and um, Giuseppe Culicchia who wrote novels that then became movies and are translated in many languages. Um, there are going to be travel bloggers uh, such as um, Diana from BrowsingItaly.com mm -hmm. uh, and wine bloggers too uh, such as Valerie Quintanilla uh, and she's actually uh, interestingly based in the Lange area which is the wine country, the, the real Italian wine country of course here in Piedmont. I see such a fantastic group. And what are all these people going to be talking about? Well, they're all going to be about the, um, let's say, the importance of food, the meaning of food, and how food uh, changed their lives and careers. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously, uh, I'm very happy to be there uh, asking the questions, but also bringing my my modest contribution. I feel that I'm completely underqualified for this, of course. Um, no, you are. You are more than qualified, and I mean, your blog is so interesting. So you know, you're oh, actually so one of the stars. <laughs> Am I a guest star? Yes, because I come from abroad. <laughs> No, Perhaps. no, no, no. <laughs> <clears throat> no, it's a big honor for me. Uh, I know I've been uh, I've been uh, researching a lot of things, but having a chance to finally uh, compare um, my notes with with food professionals is a fantastic opportunity, and I'm, I'm very excited about it. Um, and I very much uh, subscribe to to this um, topic. Uh, you know, this is something that people don't think about all that much. Especially Italians living in Italy don't think about the importance of food that much because it's so uh, everywhere. <clears throat> so for, yeah, it's taken for, for, granted. for granted. This is what it is because we live it on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, our routine. Exactly. And then when you move abroad uh, after a while, you realize that, uh, yeah, it's far more important than, than you thought. Um, you start to miss certain flavors. Um, and then, uh, you know, I started to, um, to cook more. And that's how I got into, uh, you know, food blogging as well, um, out of necessity, essentially. And then uh, starting to research why ingredients are hard to come around or what is the problem with the, the flavor of milk here, or, which I don't like. Uh, or what is the problem with, I don't know, even mineral water. Um, anything uh, really becomes uh, a big investigation job where you have to start to dissect and, and dig deep for the, the source of information. Formation, which is sometimes hard to find. So yeah, I, I, I feel that I've become a bit of an expert on certain things, but I have so much to learn, especially from food professionals, which I'm not. Uh, and I am very, very, very excited to, um, to get a chance to talk with them. Um, well, I mean, listening to you, I was thinking that's exactly my road because, you know, when I was in Purdue, that was my problem too. Mm-hmm. I, I was craving food, craving flavors that I couldn't replicate because of the lack of ingredients mm-hmm. too. I mean, even just simple things as butter are, you know, very different according to where you are. Right. So, yeah, I can see that precisely. So, uh, Lucia, um, the event will take place in Turin, uh, which shocking, I've never been. It's ridiculous because Turin mm. is only how many kilometers is that from Milan? I have no idea in terms of kilometers, but I can tell you by train is an hour and 40 minutes yeah. and driving, if you, it's about an hour. So we're very close. It's ridiculously so. close, but I've never had a chance to go to Turin. And uh, so I'm very excited to, to go there and discover the city, which is fabulous and uh, has a, uh, a great architecture and uh, a lot of very interesting things in it. Um, Turin got famous, became famous during the, the Winter Olympics of 2006. Um, and so a lot of people around the world uh, started to discover uh, in Turin. But I don't think we got past the actual sporting events. So <laughs> can you give us your overview of the city and what it has to offer? Uh, sure. Well, of course, since I was born and raised in this town, I can tell you that it's a fantastic place. Um, how can I tell you? First of all, uh, the landscape is very different from Milan or any other Italian major city because we are surrounded by hills, and this is why we are the real Italian wine country. Mm-hmm. Uh, the city center still keeps the uh, ancient uh, Roman heritage, so you can still see actually the two main roads um, on which the ancient 
ancient Roman camping was built on. Fantastic. And we're talking about Via Garibaldi and in all the lanes that are, you know, all around this area mm-hmm. um, have all these tiny, you know, boutique places, restaurants, typical restaurants and, and pubs and um, coffee shops and, and stores. And then again, Via Garibaldi, lives, it's long about at one kilometer mm-hmm. and, and it brings you up to Piazza Castello where we actually have two castles. One is the Royal Palace and the other one is a mix of medieval castle on one side mm-hmm. and uh, more modern castle on the other side, but it's just one whole building. Mm-hmm. And then there are two streets that are, you know, started in this piazza mm-hmm. and one is leading you to the um, Apo that was the old uh, artery that was leading you outside Turin and towards the river and um, the hills mm-hmm. and the university uh, our university is one of the most ancient in Europe because it was founded after the Bologna one which is the first one in Italy mm-hmm. but around you know uh, 16th centuries so you know it's pretty old wow. um, yeah and then the other artery is Via Roma, and Via Roma is so architectural, you know. Well, you got to also consider we have about 12 miles, 17 kilometers of arcades in the city center. So actually, you can walk everywhere without an umbrella, mm-hmm. and, this is bec- and do window shopping. This is because the king in the 19th century loved mm-hmm. to have, you know, his walks in the mid-afternoon, but because Turin is so rainy, because it's almost like, you know, we have this um, continental weather. So mm-hmm. our falls and springs are very rainy, uh, and that's why we have truffles too, mm-hmm. and, and very good chocolate. Um, he didn't want to carry the umbrella, and so <laughs> he asked the, archi- the architect, the royal architect, to create a solution and this is how they came up with those 17 kilometers you know Fantastic. of arcades all around the, the city um, and then we have some neighbors that are totally heart nouveau so mm-hmm. actually you can have an open-air walking tour only for the architecture but nobody Fantastic. knows about it because Turin is not that advertised and then mm-hmm. we have the largest piazza in Europe Piazza Vittorio, mm-hmm. the tallest building in Europe, which is the city symbol building, Molantonelliana, uh, which is actually the symbol of the city, mm-hmm. and it's like an Eiffel Tower. Um, and y- you can visit inside, you know, a museum, because we have the National Cinema Museum right inside, because cinema, Italian cinema, was born in Turin too. So lots of things that are national Italian symbols within the nation and outside. So even abroad, people, you know, are aware of these things are actually born in Turin, but nobody can connect them to the city. And so part of the reason that I'm organizing this event is to convey that actually Turin was not only first Italian capital, but also it's the cradle of Italian culture and the best kept secret. True, true, it is well kept, uh, maybe with the only exception of the Egyptian Museum, perhaps. Um, well, I, and you know, the Egyptian Museum has been restored, and now, unfortunately, due to all the political facts in Egypt, it has the number one collection in the world. The things you can actually see in the Turin Egyptian Museum, you can see them anywhere else. 
incredible i mean obviously not great for for egypt but um fantastic that we have such a such a treasure in uh, in, in italy and in, in turn um so yeah um, i'm looking forward to going back there hopefully i'll get a chance when i come to turn um so but you're right uh, it's not very known um even within italy so it's fantastic that you get this chance to uh promote the city as well as the um event um and again, food and taking place in Piedmont. Uh, obviously, uh, Piedmontese food would also be a part of the uh, event. Um, can you tell us something more about the, the food aspects in the conference? Oh, sure. Well, first of all, it's the main topic. And then there are going to be some walking tours in the city um, in the largest open air market in Europe, mm -hmm. which is actually, of course, in Turin. There will be a um, local product testing session organized in collaboration with the Cuneo province Fantastic. and the local small producers. So we're talking about wines, truffles, chocolates, hazelnuts, rice um, and pasta. And naturally, because, you know, our, we, we are very famous for um midfield ravioli mm -hmm. called agnolotti. agnolotti and the tiny ones are called agnolotti del plin because plin mm -hmm. means a pinch because you pinch them actually when you close them right. and also egg tallarine which is like you know tiny spaghetti made you know with an egg-based paste mm -hmm. um so um in mushrooms too although by then according to the weather you know mm -hmm. tending to the weather it's not going to be that easy to have the mushrooms because it might be too warm mm -hmm. um but um, um, there are going to be, um, there's also going to be a cooking session uh, with a cooking class actually by a local instructor. And this is going to be held at the Gambero Rosso, which is our uh, culinary institution in Italy. Fantastic. And, and then obviously I'm going to allow some personal time to all the guests to discover the city on their own because there are so many things, you know, to try and to see. And, you know, you need your time to actually experience them. So um, part of the, you know, the event is also discovering the city on your own to, to live it at your own pace. Fantastic. So it's, it's much more than uh, the actual um, roundtables. It's all that takes place around the conference and within the city. So that's, uh, I'm getting more and more excited the more we talk about it. Um, so Lucia, thanks again. Um, we're getting close to the end of this episode. Our time is up. Uh, I wanted, of course, to thank you for all the information that you've given. Um, how can people get in touch with you? How can they, can they follow all the, uh, the last uh, pieces that are going to come together before September? Uh, sure. Uh, well, first of all, um, I have a website. It's uh, www.turinepi.com. EPI.com mm -hmm. and at the bottom of the homepage there are the links to the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Pinterest accounts. Uh, so the easiest way is just to follow uh, to follow me from there and if they are on Twitter I'm pretty pretty active there so mm -hmm. all the information and the emails are published online and you know they can just follow me from there. Fantastic, it's been wonderful uh, and I'm so looking forward to being there in September. Thanks so much again. Of course. Bye-bye.